0: Hi. Welcome to another episode of Palt on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Palt, and today I've got Larry O'Connor. Uh, he's one of the uh, founders of, uh, of the World Computing. They're a power uh, United States uh, based computer hardware company. Uh, they were founded in 88, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that right, Larry? Welcome to the show.
1: That's great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, you know, it's always interesting when I talk to um, American entrepreneurs and business people who are growing within the industry, creating new solutions for problems that we're creating as we go along and some of our legacy problems just more refined in the light of the harsher demands of today's devices. But uh, you guys were in the uh, printer business originally, weren't you? I, not quite the printer business, actually,
1: a little lower tech than that. We did uh, re-inking ribbons, is how the, the company actually uh, initially got founded.
0: Well, that, well always in the Recycling tech go.
1: At the end of the day, it's all about maximizing the use of available resources, and at that point in time, it seemed pretty wasteful to be discarding perfectly good uh, printer ribbons that could take ink again and print again.
0: And... Interestingly enough, that exact philosophy extends forward into the power industry because with the Internet of Things and ubiquitous computing, everybody's got all of these devices, and very often these are what I call semi-tethered because portable device manufacturers have yet to put adequate batteries in any of their devices, but we now have this flock of devices that are always screaming for power, and we've got to manage those devices, manage the power supplies that do it, manage the systems involved. I mean, there are so many opportunities for waste in that, isn't there?
1: Well, everybody's got these little power blocks that they stick into their outlets. In addition to blocking a an outlet for another purpose, and you, people can argue all they want that the power draw is it's small when it's not in use. But you know, power draw is power draw, and that adds up. You know, a lot of devices you know, suddenly you know, adds up to something appreciable. And certainly, there's better ways to do it, but nobody. You know, either they lost, they're, you know, they're not where they're expected, or it's just not convenient to you know, disconnect those little blocks. And, and quite frankly, you know, it's a convenience factor. And we actually brought a product out that replaces the standard wall outlet, gives you two USB ports. And one of the most important aspects, at least for our fundamental point of view, is that when you're not plugged into one of those ports, you're not drawing power. And of course, for charging your devices, you always know where the uh, the USB outlet's going to be. It's exactly where it's installed. It it doesn't move.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, how does it um, not draw power? Does it actively monitors the circuit, or what does it do? A uh, pulls the plug or something?
1: Anything that's actively monitoring is going to be drawing power in some level or another. This actually uh, utilizes a mechanical switch, and there's a a, a patent design in the uh, the current product and a uh, patent pending design. Uh, under uh, development for our next product, a lot to be even smaller and more efficient in terms of the installation.
0: Well, you know, actually, you're absolutely right, Larry. I was more talking, ironically, in the context of the government regulation that you're under a certain uh, power level, you can claim "quote unquote" zero power. And I was thinking maybe of something with a very low duty cycle that falls into that uh, power claim. But frankly, zero power should mean zero power. And I thank you for correcting me.
1: No,
0: didn't mean to correct uh, at all. And no, is the, the actual joking, it. joking.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> no, by using it, it yeah, there's still definitely a value in an old-fashioned switch. If you, want to call you it go. Old-fashioned.
0: Well, and that's the thing, is that there's no such thing as old-fashioned. It's the technology applied to the application at hand, right?
1: I uh, would see 100% and, you know, going through the process of integrating this into a uh, wall-out of the device that puts low-voltage and high-voltage right next to it, each other, and achieved UL certification is by no means a small feat.
0: This is also true. This is also true. What were some of the challenges that you had to surmount?
1: Well, the ULN, we fully respect and appreciate it. Obviously, has high standards when it comes to you know, the possibility of arcing, you know, what happens when there's lightning, power surges, et cetera, and isolating those two circuits. Make sure that there's and maintaining and still having a, a switch point you know, is certainly a lot to put into a small space. We have anywhere from 14 to 16 cubic inches in a typical power outlet box, and that's not a lot of space to uh, to put everything you need to, to keep things you know happy and coexisting at a level where the UL you know, finds it safe. And, and I mean, this is going to go in people's homes. I mean, we don't want anything to you know, obviously create risk that is isn't necessary.
0: Well, and that that makes another question spring to mind. Eventually, we're going to have to make everything in the home medically approved because so many outpatient devices are floating around in the economy, and, you know, grandma's going to one day be charging up her heart backup battery, you know, on your kitchen wall socket.
1: Certainly, certainly. And, I mean, that's, you know, the day will come when, I mean, right now, we have to take low voltage off. Obviously, we have to create low-voltage sources for 5-volt charging and whatnot from a a standard AC line. I would expect in the future, this kind of low-voltage will be standard in-homes and secondary to an existing 120 line. But in the meantime, meantime, this is certainly a solution to provide a good high-power charging solution without having to completely rewire somebody's house.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, and that's the issue there as well, because, I mean, that's what's damning the LED industry is they're chasing the Edison socket. Any solution that we have, we need somehow to at least recognize the built-in infrastructure and its limitations.
1: It is pretty wild. I think i look at LEDs I and mean, you know, new microfans and heat sinks and such for keeping the power supply cool. And to keep the, uh, the actually make sure the LED doesn't overheat. Now it's kind of to a certain degree it's a square peg in a round hole, but it's uh, still something that yeah. is definitely necessity. To, and it has benefits today, or you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be done.
0: Well, everyone thinks of the installed base, but uh, I know we're digressing. But I, it's just something I've long been beating on that dead horse is why didn't the LED industry make new luminaires like the uh, other alternate incandescent bulb industries, you know, you didn't see halogens try to create the halogen Edison socket bulbs. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well. but back to uh, <laughs> to but, but back to power. Um, what other solutions do you offer? What other systems are you, that you uh, integrate? Since you are doing uh, computer systems, do you have low power uh, peripherals of other natures or you're using your, your philosophies to reduce the power consumption of traditional peripherals?
1: Yeah, you know, we do everything we can in general with our power supplies. Number one, to provide, and there's, you know, this is also kind of a double-edged sword, to you know, provide ex- exceptionally clean and ample power you know, to our devices so that they can be efficient in the power that they use and have the longest possible life. You now, some, you know, the other, everybody I'm sure who probably most of you really listening to the show is very well aware. I mean, a big challenge with power systems is not to push it to such a level where you, know, you risk the quality of the power that's being output and thus put unnecessary stress on the devices that depend on that power.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I'm really enjoying this conversation, but just uh, unfortunately it is a podcast, and I, we can't talk forever on power management. But what I would like to do is I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word by So whatever you'd like to leave with our audience, either a piece of philosophy, a bit of advice, or an additional push on your products, Let us know, but start with your URL so people know where to go to your website.
1: Sure. Our products can be found at www.newertech.com as well as www.maxsales.com. In general, we're a waste-not, you know, whatnot type of operation. We try to design products that are efficient that maximize the use of existing resources and whether that's upgrading an existing system or, you know, provide a solution that, you know, wasn't there before. The PARV to you was something that we really got behind it. It, it provided a uh, very functional solution for charging devices. It also you know, eliminated the, the possibility of losing you know, the actual charging uh, apparatus, as well as you know, reducing power by um, creating a situation where, if you weren't plugged in, you weren't going to draw power. And mm-hmm. little things like that that we believe you know, make a difference. And we have a, a LEED-certified facility that you know, we're really proud of in terms of its energy efficiency and waste. I so say reduction, and you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about making the most of you know, what we have available
0: to us. Got it. And I agree with you, Larry. I mean, uh, and thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. I really like having people who can talk about the uh, whole aspect of power and my power management in as many different directions as possible.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, and I hope to be on uh, sometime in the future.
0: Oh, we'll definitely drag you back. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul's Power. Have a great day.